0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs
1: second show of the new year, 2024, but the season rolls on. Cowboys with 12 wins looking to uh, I say 11 wins, looking to make it 12 as they take on the Washington Commanders on Sunday. They're a double-digit favorite in the game. The Commanders are going to start Sam Howell, at quarterback. C.D. Lamb today speaking and saying that they need to go out here and uh, punch the Commanders from the jump and understand exactly what it is they need to do. Joining us here is the Rice Dad. He is Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Got the author, Jean-Jacques Taylor, joining us here from Cowboy Beat. Right. Also got the new book out, Coach Prime. He's also working on other books and always moving that JJT Media group there. So. um, Pro Bowl comes out, seven Cowboys are on it. Do you have any issue, uh, snub at all, that came to your mind, or do you think they got it right? I, mean, right.
2: I, th- I think you can look at Tyler Smith and say there was a snub. But I also think that Tyler Smith is just not getting started, and he's, got, he's probably a guy who makes it next year, not this year.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think Tyler Smith and DeLaw, because Law made it last year. You know, and I think he's been better this year than he was last year. But you year. know I, Even the players, man, they they look at sack numbers first. Well, I understand him. Mean, he had no sack numbers last year. I mean, he, he you know, but he's has the impact. But, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be crying. And, 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 you know, you look at the other defensive ends and on, on the roster, I think he's certainly one of the – if probably the first alternate, you know, the way he was speaking today when we were talking to him mm-hmm. about it. And he was talking about, you know, one of he, he or both are going to be in the Super Bowl. And when I'm gonna be in the Pro Bowl?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I remember him telling me a few weeks ago, "I ain't really trying to go to the Pro Bowl no more. I spent so much money last time I don't want to go." But you know, it's uh, you don't never want to go till you don't go. Then you're like, "Why well, ain't
3: there?" <laughs> yeah, all of that. But so, I mean, but but I'm, I'm with him piggybacking on him that that I think Tyler Smith probably should deserve to go. He it, it, it's, it's no secret. It's a dirty secret, I guess, but he's been the best guard on this team. I mean, Zach has the name, has the reputation, but Tyler Smith has been the See, best guard say that, on the you team. You sound this
2: year. like you act like Zach is just is not playing well. I didn't say that. I said you sounded so, like it when you say it like that.
3: Um,
1: the three guys who ended up making it in the NFC: Zach Martin uh, of the Cowboys, Chris Lindstrom of the Falcons, and then Landon Dickerson. Okay, I um, watch none of them Casper. of the Eagles, and <laughs> they, they are the highest paid. So <laughs> I I, also, I go back into something Doug Collins said once before talking about the NBA all-star game. And he said, if you play long enough, you're going to make one you probably shouldn't. And you'll miss one you probably should have made. But if you're good enough over time, that should work out. The one thing I would ask about Tyler Smith, could holding penalties have been used against him in just
3: this initial
1: no, I don't I, I, know that they pay or, that much attention. I, I don't think and, the, and the, and the, the voters was is how much was reputation. No,
3: I, I don't think. It's, I think it's, you know, and I hear you, and and I get that. But there are people like Zach and Tyler. I mean, and, and, and Micah and Tyron who come in and, and make the Pro Bowlers rookie. They don't need the no build up. <laughs> you know, okay. they 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 do what they do, and, and it's is respected what they do. Especially you know, you're on great teams. You have you know great offensive lines, and, and what you done is respected. And I think that. Tyler has been the best offensive lineman on this team all season, consistently from day one to day 17, week 17, now we're going to week eight. Tyler Smith has been the best offensive lineman on this team It's one of the most prolific offenses in the league. I don't know that he need to be built up, you know, but but it, it, that, that's the way it goes. Maybe if they win one or two more games, you know, they get you know 49ers at nine, Cowboys at seven, you know, and, and two of those are, uh, you know, I don't know. Listen, love Brian Anchor. He ain't getting enough work. <laughs> yeah, did he get it? I, I mean, he that led, was several. That he was led, several. He I, I led the league in net punting. I agree. That was several games. When he even had to punt. <laughs> yeah. But when yeah. he did punt, yeah. Ryan Anger leads the NFL
1: in net punting average forty four point nine. I know. And has a chance to break the franchise single season net punting record of forty four point six. Owned which, by whom? And he said it back in twenty twenty one.
3: Anger also ranked <laughs> second in the Listen, league in I'm, gross. I'm doing a little cat average. Williams. I'm exaggerating to make a point. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm below. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> Hey, wait, wait, wait. So <laughs> that thing is up. that a deuce and a quarter, or is that a spaceship? spaceship you know, <laughs> look how have to make a point. You know, sometimes you know I don't know. I think I read three thousand books in a year from eight to twelve. Now, if he said three hundred, and maybe that's what he meant. I if, could he get down said, down if he said three thousand between eight and twelve, which I don't believe, <laughs> but he said a year, and so that's what people are missing. What well, he meant no, during his childhood, so, sir, no, he said a year like from this. eight to twelve. So I'm just saying. <laughs> So I was being a little hyperbolic to make a point. Okay. But anyway. (laughs) With your gnarled fingers. You know what that means? What? I don't know. Tell me. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. That's another Cat (laughs) Williams reference.
1: We're talking about uh, defense. Uh, NFC Pro Bowl roster. Your defensive ends, Nick Bosa, Montez Sweat, Aiden Hutchinson with a three. Interior <laughs> defensive lineman, Aaron Donald, Dexter Lawrence of the Giants, and Javon Hargrave of the 49ers. Can I ask you something else? Yes, man.
2: How can you be the Washington Commanders and you trade away a Pro Bowl,
1: Pro Bowl defensive end? And who, who's leading both teams in sacks, <laughs> The Commanders and the Bears. Sweat. How you do that, And and, and,
3: and the sad part How is, you do that? It, it's your Buckeye that was the most hyped She's one. Chase the hype, most hype. When he got, you know, he was the number two pick. Right, right. what well, it was, uh, know. And, you know, and Sweat has is probably is, is been the most productive one. But, yeah, it's it's what it is. And that's why, you know, I, you know Washington got rid of their best players. So, let I me mean, stop <laughs> going to this week's game. But, yeah, going back to the defensive end position, and you look at those guys, it's, it's Sweat, it's Bosa, and it's... Uh, Hutchinson. Aiden. Aiden Hunter. Those no, no are three. Doing, right.
1: Captain, Captain's triple, triple line. Stop, no. stop, stop. Yeah, go
3: ahead.
2: Hey, man, you want me to tell you the beauty of that play? The beauty of that play is as soon as the whistle blew, he sprinted over pointing. Right. And that was the beauty of it. He sold that thing from start to finish. But they'd already do the flag. I know. But once he saw the flag, he said, let me make sure it's not on me. Uh-huh. He ran yeah. over there pointing at Hinder shot. And you did it, you know you did it.
1: And, and social media were killing <laughs> the hindershot. I'm Man. killing I mean, him. I Every mean, I mean, to social the list. <laughs> media. They're like, why did he I, even I, have I, him up? I, he's
3: a penalty <laughs> waiting to happen. They said just later, you know, why did <laughs> they activate him? He was getting yes. killed. Uh, yeah. I said all the time. Sean McEwen <laughs> that I mean, I just I didn't go that
1: far. Sean McHugh. Like, you know, I, should, I, should, I said, I let's go, with, done, this, let's go that, with the extra tackle. <laughs> um, yes, yes. I and mean, Peyton Hendershot was getting lit up by his own <laughs> fan base and media were tearing this man from limb to limb. Uh, but you put out the retraction tweet, right? Like, sorry, uh, you, for, I didn't because I finished.
3: He I was, I was the, the first word. one to put out the fact that it was Hudson, you know, who did it. I'm just know? saying later on, though, later on, once you saw
1: the video, that it was Hutchinson. Did you apologize for slandering his apologize? name?
3: I didn't slander his name. Uh, well, they I called didn't. the penalty on Retraction. him. I didn't. I didn't slander his name. I, I, I reported what the official reported, and then I re- reported <laughs> what I saw. You know, so I didn't, there, there was no slander. There was no editorial. I editorialized a lot. I didn't editorialize on that tweet. I said, hey, I got the penalty, which was facts.
2: Yeah, I editorialized.
3: Yeah, a lot of people, you know, <laughs> stated the facts and then ran his name down in the mud. I didn't, I didn't put it down in the mud. Because I was doing it. I didn't have a chance to do it. See, you were sitting at home. I brought you next play. You sitting at home. I can't just sit there running out. I was at I the, game. Was at the of, game, fool. No, I was talking to him. Oh, like, he's so sensitive, man. Yeah. Why I got like, to be a fool? No, he the one who said, I ran his name down. Why we well, we got to take it down to that? Level? It wasn't. My point it. is, the, we, he, 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 he said he threw the rock and then realized realize he was wrong, and now he tried to take a change the subject. He said he threw the rock, he I love it—the fact that he does all of this. I mean, I I mean, mean, trying to get you, man. (laughs) No, it wasn't nothing to help out. I'm just saying that. So I'm, I'm telling you why I did not editorialize because I was, you know, it's it's during the game, so I'm watching all these plays. So I just state what happened, and so you have time at home to do that. But, yeah, yeah, looking up stats. You know, it was after the game when I saw the video. Like, oh, that wasn't his leg; that was other (laughs) guy's leg. I started pointing out, you know, and you know, so it is what it is. Uh, And since we opened that door. Let's talk about the most controversial play in the history of the NFL. But before you
1: go there, I just want to say this. Yeah. In the locker room yesterday, I saw Hendershot sitting there. And nobody was around him. Nobody, nobody would have gave him down. Did, did you go over there like, man, I can't hey, – you got the wrong. I, well, I actually, I went to Schoonmaker. Hey, Michigan went in this weekend. And then asked him about that. He's like, man, I wish I was there. I'm trying to go on Monday. But then I saw Hendershot there, and I just, I just felt bad. I didn't say anything to you him. You should have said, man – I can't believe they did you dirty like that, though. Right. As soon as I saw it, I knew it was a bad flag. Really? I just I sat there like I didn't I didn't I didn't put anything on social media. I'm like, what? Really? Again? <laughs> this guy? But anyway, yes, you want to talk about uh, that call that uh, was made in the game by my boy? That's your boy,
3: nope. Brad Allen. Your boy? I went to college with Brad. Oh, he's a Pinbroke guy. Yeah, I went to college with Brad. Well, Is that right? Yeah.
2: Keep, it, keep it, it safe. what man? is safe. No,
3: what no. is his real job that he's coming to that? No, so clearly he's not competent so that, that, he, um, that officiating. Still lives <laughs>
1: out in Lumberton, North Carolina. So before the game, Donie was in up, uh, Pat Pat Doney for Channel 5 was doing his uh, he was doing some of his stuff uh for later on in the show. But anyway. Getting his positive notes right, together. Yes. But right behind I didn't know I was in the shot. You see, right. you see me walk up to Brad and give him a hug and we should start talking a little bit. Little did I know, uh,
3: <laughs> was, should have had the exclusive. Yeah, but, yeah, what is know, his main job? Uh, I don't
1: know. Oh, okay, no, I think he's. I don't, see, I don't think he's a lawyer, but but uh, no, I just know he still lives back in North Carolina. They put him in the Hall of Fame um, a couple of years ago, and his dad's
3: in the Hall of Fame. A hey, pinball? Yeah, I'm not. Um, a little yeah. nepotism Hall of Fame. No, no, Zaddy was a hell of a baseball well, player. Well, I'm just saying, what did, what did Brad do? He, He's an NFL referee. Stop it, man. I'm pretty good. I'm you just know, phoned. Get, just, get off know. my phone. Hey,
1: just, get off hey, my hey, phone, man. Bottom line, he's in. I'm not. That's all. Okay. Get I, off I, my I phone, man. I'm not you don't in, get I'm in the, the Hall of, of
3: Fame and become a referee, man. Come on. And you're a bad referee. <laughs>
1: stop it, man. Get
3: <laughs> get, it's that a tough it. year, man. He's
1: like, It's like, see, he, see, y'all <laughs> treating him like they did Dak. You know, One bad year don't make you He's a bad referee. He's
3: a bad referee in the Hall of Fame. He just
1: had, you know, like the 10 T- picks last year. No, no, that's
2: that's what's happening. wrong. Place, wrong time, not hit.
1: Fuck, you know, per the, the se. The City game didn't help him. out. this <laughs> name on National like, oh
3: man. And he's back on Ravens uh, Steelers prime pri- time this weekend. Of course, the Ravens ain't playing nobody, so it's not going to be as hyped as what they thought it was going to be. But getting back to that play, um, you know, I- I'm with Jerry. You 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 trying to muck it up. There's no reason to muck it up. Okay, check this out. That is why he told his team,
2: when we go down here and score, we're going to run this two-point play and go home and win the game. Because he knew, I've already talked to the refs. They're not going to be prepared for this. This is the winning play. We got him right here. All we got to do is score. And once he scored, that's why he was so adamant about but, going But, for but it. that wasn't the original play. You know that, right? No. Because the Cowboys called timeout and then they went to that
4: play. Okay. There was a timeout ahead of time.
3: Okay. And, and and beyond the timeout, you're sending they have to I mean, the whole notion I'm gonna confuse somebody, even if you send three guys at the referee, okay, they at the end of the day the referee has to say, such and such is eligible to not to the defense, to the stadium, to the world. So how are you confusing somebody when at the end of the day they have to say such and such is no, eligible? Now you just asked yourself that question and the man put, called out the wrong number. Exactly. So my point is you trying to confuse the Cowboys and you fusing incompetent referees that have been proved to be incompetent from Pembroke State. That's the problem. <laughs> but, but Clarence, real quick. I'm, okay. If, I'm sorry. It's too late. You <laughs> didn't <done> already shot <laughs> it. Hey,
2: chill, chill. If you're, if you're at... Name some fast food restaurant. I don't know. And you right, say, Jingles. you say, uh, yeah, I need a number two. And the guy turns around, and goes, this guy wants
3: number four. What do you say? No man, I, I need a number two. Yeah, but you can't. At that point, two, they, at that point, once he announced it, what are they supposed to say? Hey, ref, we wanted number six, 68 else, but not number seven. But if you're run that play, you better do that, or it's gonna be. But what can you? Do, number one, they had no more timeouts left. There's nothing they could do. They really thought we we, we got them now. They announced the wrong guy. The Cowboys going to cover the wrong guy, and our guys are going to be open. Well, that's not how it's supposed to work. And I'm glad we brought up initially the tripping because at the end of the day, everybody went eight junk over this two point conversion. Poop. Got when, everybody went Gaga. If we're going to talk about bad calls by the official, we have to go back to the tripping call because if the tripping call is called right by this Pembroke State official <laughs> who don't who's in the Hall of Fame but is not competent, as officiating, they wouldn't have had opportunity for the two-point play. They would not have the opportunity for the two-point play. A flag on a guy who did not trip at all. And we, listen, the Cowboys have been complaining about officials and calls and not getting calls all year. Not 100. holding, you are know, holding on Tyler. But this guy did not do nothing. And he got a 15-yard penalty wrong, Penalty at time, that time bro. of the game. It's, it's seven. You know, they ain't run the ball well all game. You finally get a chance to run out the clock. Because they couldn't do it it drive before. You know, you got the interception. You get a seven-yard run on first down. You're really cooking now. You get you maybe score a touchdown. You certainly run out the clock. You certainly make them use more timeouts. No, you make them use the the, all the timeouts. There's not even an opportunity for them to drive down the field and have the two-point play if not for the phantom call on poor Peyton Hendershot by that Pembroke State official who's incompetent, who's in the Hall of Fame.
1: Outside of officiating NFL games, Brad Allen is the executive director of the North Carolina Senior Games and the CEO of a nonprofit. He also serves as a clinic director and booking supervisor for the Southern Officials
3: Association. Sound like some nepotism jobs to me. The North Carolina who? Senior Games? The North Carolina Senior Games? (laughs) (laughs) That's what he do, man. You know, it's funny because a couple weeks on the radio, Jerry was talking about how... The reason why he likes the part-time officials because most of them have great jobs. They're lawyers, and you couldn't get men of this quality to do this stuff if they were full-time. You know, so we got lawyers and bank presidents and judges and all that stuff, and we got the CEO of the Senior Games of North Carolina. <laughs> Is this who Jerry was talking about—the competence and the, the character of these guys?
1: No, man. <laughs> I'm just asking. Right, one more time, instead of here. <laughs> <laughs> mess with my boy Brad out that,
3: that your boy. You, yeah. Yes, yes. It, it, your yeah, boy. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, really even well. know what he did for yeah. a living until you looked it up. Do you Google it?
0: yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, you got me to, to be in the senior game. Maybe start this is a good time out. to Take a break, man. Good
1: time, good time
3: to take start a break. Start working
1: out. And get the senior game. You know what? Like, <laughs> See why I shut this down yesterday? Because I knew where it was going. So I just tried to avoid it yesterday. Nah. Just just knowing this
3: right here. No, but it, it, it's crazy. Joe
1: Cat Williams routine. But, but, he doing out here. But it's, it's crazy. Get it all out. Yeah.
3: No, but no, seriously. It's crazy that the world is the NFL is cheating for the Cowboys. They stole this game from the Niners trying to hook up the Cowboys. How did you hook up the Cowboys? Didn't the Cowboys two years ago throw trash on the referees after the, after the San Francisco game when, Brad, when when Dak couldn't get in? Dak was good for him. You know, and I'm like, Dak, you really want to say that? I tried to, I tried to throw him a life rap. I remember. <laughs> you know, the most penalized team in the last couple of Michael Parsons have been complaining about penalizing. Now all of a sudden, they're cheating for the Cowboys. They ain't won in 28 years. You think they want them to win the Super Bowl? They cheated for the Cowboys one, at least one time in the last 20 years. They were
1: Yeah, it's not like they hooked them up like they hooked up the Rams in the NFC Championship game. No, not
3: like yes, not that, that was that was did egregious and not to
1: did get that. All right, let's talk about Clarence's trip to New Orleans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Baylor Bears. So what happens when you <laughs> root against them purple and gold
1: dogs. Anyway, uh, he's Jack Taylor, Claire Till, Newey Scruggs. Let's get uh, Lyle Collins' viewpoint of things as he's uh, returning to the Cowboys. So do that next right here on the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com radio.
4: It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil change, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep. You heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skin care set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP.
0: They say champions are remembered, but legends Back, back,
1: back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash, right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Newey Scruggs, joined by Clarence Hill, 4 Star Telegram man. We got John Jack Taylor, the author, former Cowboy beat writer. Okay, uh, I uh, got done. Yesterday was an issue. Damian Wilson was signed, but uh, Lyle Collins will hold up. So Lyle Collins is in the fold, and he was speaking today. Your thoughts from what you heard from Mister uh, Collins?
3: You know, it, it, it's funny because you know Lyle Collins, you know, you know, obviously left here and, and went for a bigger contract and, and money in Cincinnati, and it, it's. Sometimes you get humbled to a certain extent because he was happy to be back, even though it was just a practice squad contract. Well, he was happy. I mean, he was happy and getting to be back, happy to get that phone call. He and Dak are really close friends, and he was like, Dak, you know, kind of put a bug in my ear last week that you know something may come down the pike. You know, and 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 then we'll call him on Sunday. You know, and he he was just happy to get the call, happy to be back. Never sold his house in Dallas. Just turned the lights back on. He, <laughs> he he's ready to go. It's a practice squad deal, and I you know I remember when he was here, he wanted to play tackle because that's where the money was. You know, and now he's coming back and he's working at guard. He's willing to do whatever. He said, I'm gonna be a leader, I help guys, whatever they need me to do. I'm happy to be here. Happy to certainly have a chance to 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 contribute to a playoff. And, and so uh, it was good. I mean, and, and uh, Zach Martin talked about, you know, just the welcome he got, just being back in the locker room. Everybody welcoming him back, you know, with open arms. And he was, it was, it was like old times again. I think about
1: Lel in an interview that Noah did with him, Noah Bullard, Channel 5, did with him many years ago. He went out boating with him. Mm-hmm. And, I remember that. And he had said, I'm never leaving here. Now, he, he loved – being right next to the boot where he's from and everything that Texas had to offer him. And obviously, that was before he ran into his issues. But I can sense what you're saying when you talk about I'm just happy to be back. And Jack, you've seen it before and you recovered the team full time. And, and Clarence, you've seen it since you've been here. There's a lot of guys that when they leave here feel some kind of way. And then they go other places and you realize, you know what? Well, that wasn't too bad. I laughed at uh, Demarco Murray when he went up to Philadelphia, <laughs> and my buddy John Clark at the NBC up there. He's like, "What's this guy's deal?" I was like, "Oh, um, have fun with that one." And and I just laughed. It was like, "Demarco, you like you thought you hated us. You thought we were you thought we were jerks. Right. Have fun in Philadelphia. Yeah. That that didn't last very long." And then he <laughs> ended up going to going to Tennessee. But but guys, and, and you know, and I, I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the players who, when you covered him, Jack. You know, didn't always you know enjoy things, but then when you got done, it was like, "Man, you were fair." You know, once
3: once he's done, he was like, no, right, man. Yeah. you know. Oh yeah, I get that all the time. Oh, you killed me when I was being around. Like, no, I didn't. did not. I, I told the truth. I told the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I told the truth today. we well, like, Probably
2: put me and Daz in that category now. Me and Daz are fine. Uh, last yeah. time I saw him.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's all good. But the, 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 the thing about it is, it's, it depends on how you live and what you do. You know, if you go on like Demarcus Ware. And continue to have success. They right. won a Super Bowl. You know, you you it's, it's gravy. You know, Connor Williams left in, in, in it's to greener pastures. You know, he's actually become a you know a respectable, responsible center who who contribute to a a winning team. You know, you know he went to Cincinnati and he got hurt. He did not live up to expectations, and they cut him a year later. And so now you're, you're 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 fighting for your football life. You you you, you want to play again and, and coming back home with a familiar spot. You know, gave you a soft landing. That's 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 what we're talking about and here.
2: You know, the reality of it is, man. Very few cats get a second contract, and and even if they get a second contract, get to end it on their terms and the
3: team that drafted them. It's just very rare. Well, nobody gets to end on their terms except 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 John Elway. <laughs> I don't, I, Tom here. Brady didn't end on his terms. Drum, I mean, drum yeah. No, a few, I, I yeah, it's yeah. Just I mean, a few, not. yeah. Just, just, just a few. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's
1: rare. It's rare. You, you know, Michael
3: Irvin. I mean, no, Troy Aikman. None of them ended, ended, ended. None of them ended. I mean, look at the Cowboys. Who ended the way they wanted to end? Now, you didn't end the way you wanted to end. Romo, none of them ended the way they wanted to end. Yeah, you're right. You're
1: right. It's, it's, it's a challenge here. But also the fact that so many team – guys who leave the Cowboys – if the Cowboys are your first team and you go somewhere else, oh, a lot of times uh, the shock of, oh, oh, this is how it is. I, <laughs> the first pro team I ever covered, the uh, NFL team, was the Cowboys. And then – I went from working as so I was working in Austin and the Cowboys at training camp down there. I got to come up and cover games uh, periodically during the years. So then I went to Cleveland and Belichick was a coach. No. And I, I, first of all, I couldn't believe how, like, where's everybody at? Where is everybody? At? First <laughs> where, is everybody? Hey, where is everybody? Then I'm like, well, where's training camp at? Well, here. right here. Facility Brea. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then one of the biggest shocks to me, okay, we'll get ready for practice. And they made the media go into this room. What are we doing? Got to come in here. And then Eric Mangini and somebody else closed the blinds and stand outside the room. And you had to stay in this room until <laughs> practice was done. What are we doing? So it was a whole shock to me about right. how the Browns operated and what was going on. And, and then uh, Vinny, like, Vinny only talks on Wednesday. What do you mean Vinny talking to us all Wednesday? I mean, Troy talked all the time. What are we doing here? It was, it was a whole shocker of how everything operated. It's like, this is not the Dallas Cowboys. No. And then my thing, she was like, they're the Cowboys. You should be happy we're trying to do anything here. Mm-mm, nah,
2: they're the doing whole, you a favor. You know, There's a
3: whole different world up there. Yeah, no. but I would say this, since you brought up Cleveland. You know, Amari went from Oakland to yes. Dallas, and certainly that was a different experience. But watching amar from afar in Cleveland him sliming Joe Flacco I mean I think he's opening up a little but I think he's a little different up there in Cleveland so he made I talked to CD he made the pro Bowl he's happy for him and both he and CD were, you know are, are on the pro Bowl team but you know I, I think that you know again guy's experiences and we're just talking about guy's experiences as else, also depends on how they play you know and how the fans accept them and you know if they live up to their expectations you know most guys when they leave somewhere, they, not, they, they they people let you go for a reason, you know. Stephen always say beware the free agents because that team let him go for a reason. You know, he, he, there's a damage. There's something's going on there that they didn't want to keep, want to resign it.
1: Yeah, and, and we know Amari, um, it wasn't about his ability to play. No, this no was, doubt. This was truly a personal thing, and and I I, I disagree with the decision. No, but but that was a that was a very interesting call. But you know, go around there, especially in the media room. Now, you know, some uh, you also got some
2: organizations
1: like the Cowboys that are media friendly.
2: You got some other organizations that are media anti media. Mm-hmm. Then you got most of them, I think, kind of fall somewhere in between. But you got some extremes like the Cowboys are extreme media friendly. Uh, even now, what we think, well, we we still complain because they've cut back so much. But compared to
1: most, they're still very media friendly. And then you know you got other organizations that really are anti-media. No, oh, Denver, that whole that thing we went up to Denver. I just told I told our guys if the Cowboys have another scrim- summer scrimmage against the Broncos, we're not going. That was a waste of money.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, I he's was never doing do? that again. He's never doing joint practices again. So.
1: Good, good, good. <laughs> because that was that was that was a waste of time. He told so, us that. Yeah, smart on him. Smart on him. That was that was that was awful. But then before. you know, Sean Payton
2: comes from an anti-media perspective. But Sean was here. Yeah, but he was here during the Bill Parcells part.
1: Yeah, so. but even the Bills, even you know what what we were able to do with the Bills. I mean, with, with under Bill was still more than that. They had a practice here. I can't remember what was it, but the Saints were in town. Maybe it was it was it was a couple of years ago. It was some kind of storm, so they ended up coming up mm-hmm. and practicing at, at Jerry World. So we go out there for the practice, and they told us, you know, you can have five minutes before. Only thing we got to see was some stretching. Then they put Winston way down the field. You couldn't even barely see him because you had to stand in this one particular area right. that was they you know considered the media session. Mm-hmm. And it was three and a half minutes. And they <laughs> Not shut even it down. Five. Right. It wasn't even five. It was three and a half minutes. And and we cause you know our news people want, oh Saints are here, let's get their thoughts. And I was so hot. I was like, this was a waste of time. I will never come back out here again for another Sean Price. I don't care how many days they stay here. We will not show up again. And like we were going to reveal some secrets. Like we were going to be able to get something. Everybody's afraid
2: of you know what? The shovel pass at the Super Bowl. Okay. that the Cowboys turned into a turnover and won the game and changed the whole moment. Everybody's worried about it, yeah, Okay, line.
1: All right. It's is just, just very, very interesting here. All right, question we asked on the Players Lounge. I want to throw it this way uh, to you guys. Who's got more playoff pressure this year? Is it Dak Prescott or is it head coach Mike McCarthy?
2: Oh, we're going to answer that now? We can do that after the break.
1: No, let's do it right now.
2: Right. More pressure. More pressure. I think the pressure is probably... If I was on the outside, I don't know. Dak getting paid next year regardless. So I would say the pressure's on McCarthy because McCarthy could come out here and lay an egg and get fired. I mean, I don't think he will. But given a certain set of circumstances, he could. I don't think it happen. i say it's very slim, like 2%. But 2% is not 0%.
3: You know, as, as Jacques likes to say, and you like to co-op, you know. The truth. <laughs> Sports are fluid. You know, this this conversation is fluid. Um tell me how they perform. I say, that's
2: really what I say. Like if if they lose 31 30 on a 60 yard field goal, it, it, you feel one way. If it, it, you lose 42 17, you feel another way. Right.
3: If Dak plays well and, and one of those Mike has some decision making issues that 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 cost them the game, you know, or, or then you know it's all on Mike, you know. Uh but they're tied at the hip. You know, this this team is going to win with this pass offense. And that's Dak. He has to play well. Mike McCarthy has to call plays. Uh, Mike McCarthy was not brought here to get the Cowboys to the playoffs, he was brought here to get the Cowboys to the Super Bowl.
2: And uh, I like Mike McCarthy. I think he can, uh, I mean, I think he got some time management issues like a lot of coaches got them. I mean, Andy Reid got time management issues like none other. Uh, but I think uh, I think he has the, uh, in general, I think he has the right amount of aggressiveness. I think he understands his team, when to go for it, when not to go for it, when we need to set a tone at the start of a game, when we don't. I, I think he got a good feel for that. And so I like a lot of what he
1: does. It's, it's interesting to hear your answers, just like it was interesting to hear the, the answers on the other sh- other podcast I'm a part of. And I went to Dak Prescott and... I don't know if it was Kenny Smith who once said on TNT that the, you, you make your name in the regular season, you make your yeah. fame in the playoffs. Yeah, and no matter how this ends, Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl championship on his resume. No, no doubt. And, and you'll never be able to say as a head coach you can't do it because he's done it. For Dak Prescott, there's things on his resume that he needs to—he still needs to check off. And yes, you're correct, Clarence. He's going to get paid. We know this. Um, If Mike McCarthy gets fired tomorrow, with the amount of jobs that are open right now, I think Mike McCarthy will find himself employed. Uh, You know, what he's done here, uh, play calling, Dak Prescott is going to finish uh, in the top three, top five voting for the MVP, so clearly he still has the ability to call plays and and do something with the quarterback, and we've seen what he's done with an elite receiver in CeeDee Lynn. Dak Prescott's the one where, what is the knock we know will be used against him in the playoffs? can't win the playoffs, you can't win – all that's there. And he can erase that. He's got the ability to go do that. So, to me, that's why I say the most pressure, it's, it's going to be on the quarterback. And we know that the quarterback in the last two seasons – has not had his best games against the San Francisco 49ers. If they can find a way to score three touchdowns. Maybe this time around they can win if they have to play the Niners again. But to me, it's on the quarterback because if he plays well, then this team has an opportunity to to reach all
3: their hopes and dreams. No, 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 no doubt. And, and I, I, why, what you mean? know, I, I, I've said that. This team will go as the quarterback goes for gotcha. sure, and this team has been successful. As we talked about it yesterday because of the play of the quarterback and the play of the offense. And this, you know, we came to the season talking about you know running the ball, and protecting the defense. It's going to be the Chicago Bears defense or not? You know, when they when their success is tied to the offense setting the tone, and, and that's Dak Prescott. Playing at a high level, and, and that's what you need him to do to have success in his playoffs. And and we all know that that albatross, is, what, what albatross was on Tony Romo. It's it, it's on his franchise and it's ultimately on deck. You know when it, you know I was talking to Jock and Jock's talk. You know and you know it, it's on everybody. You know you know too many times we make it about the quarterback. We make it about Tony Romo, but that was about Jason Witten too. Okay, that was about Demarcus Ware too until he went to Denver and run. I'm mean, I'm just saying you. You need all your players to show up. But, I know it's on the quarterback. But he it, makes the most money. I agree. Need... I'm not talking about money though. I'm just well, talking about the talking... No, though. I agree. I, I'm not. Ta- I'm just talking about the facts to win. Sure. Like it's Troy was effort. the quarterback, yeah. but Mike Irving showed damn up. Okay. Emmitt Smith showed damn up. Charles Haley showed damn up. Darren Woodson showed damn up. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is, it, we we always like to put it on the quarterback, and and I understand that. I understand that's where the money is, highest paid player, all that other stuff. But to win a title. You need your best players to play their best football. And that's been the problem with the Cowboys. And we kicked that's butt, rightfully so, for where he played last year. How many sacks might I have in the San Francisco game? He's your best talent, okay? Travon Diggs, love him to death. Didn't tackle the tight end and drop the pick, okay? You need your best players showing up, and so yes, it's on Dak, but I, you need CD. Okay, you need Tony. You you don't need them all to get this done. It, ain't no one man carrying this team to the Super. Bowl. I know he gonna get all the credit and all the blame, but the the real part is about what do the Cowboys need to happen to win? Okay, and they need Micah being the best player on the field. They need Dak. They need CD being elite CD. They need those guys playing their best football to get it done. It won't be just Dak. I know he has to play well, but he's going to need help. Let's get a break in here.
1: Good stuff. Hey, we got uh, the man, Clarence Hill, Four Star Telegram, Jean-Jacques Taylor, the author. Get the book, Coach Prime, The Making of Men. I'm Newie Scruggs. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio.
0: Nothing says, thanks, girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper... Find a location near you.
3: Back Back, back, to Media
0: Mash.
1: Media Mash here (laughs) on a Thursday, by the way. Tonight, come hang out. Clarence Hill, Ella Bees, your night. Who's going to be there? Me? I hope you come, man. Come on out to Arlington, John Jock
3: Taylor's going to be the, the great newest girl is going to be a guest of honor tonight. He and Joe Train and Sean Lake, we're going yeah. to make this happen tonight. Come out to Arlington, the LABs in Arlington. We're talking football. We're just going to talk about these young men and their career, the top of the TV market, sports TV market right here. Dog BMW. team
1: calls, we show, you know. It's we good. It's we, we good. show, we show, uh, up, so. it is awesome, so. and the food is good. I mean, the, food is the, great, the food is really good. Man, I had to get on that shrimp. I saw, saw a brother eat the shrimp last week. You Did know, you? Eyeball, I've never it had it the eyeball, shrimp, yeah, I hadn't either, but I was eyeballing that plate.
2: All right, and, so we'll, we'll work together, we'll we'll split a
1: plate, okay? Yeah, yeah that way yeah, so we can You need, need to go get that done. So, Ella B's, what time tonight over there in Arlington?
3: Well. Come at 7 o'clock. The we'll okay. show starts at 7 o'clock. be there at 7 o'clock.
1: Okay. Okay. So, it's right by the stadium, by the way. Right right, right by uh, AT&T Stadium. So, make sure you roll out there. So, we were just talking during the break about Deron Blaine, who made the Pro Bowl. Uh, congratulations. And you start thinking about that uh, class they had in 2022 for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, first round pick was Tyler Smith, starter. Second round pick was Sam Williams, contributor. Third round pick was Jalen Tolbert, contributor. Fourth round pick was Jake Ferguson, starter. Fifth round pick Um, that they got in the Amari Cooper trade is Matt Wiletsko. Pregnant pups. Move on. Incomplete. Uh, Fifth round pick, Deron Bland. Uh, Fifth round pick, Damone Clark, who's been starting... Fifth round pick, John Ridgway, who they let go went to Washington. Sixth round pick uh Devin Harper. No seventh round pick at all. So that 2022 class is it's pretty good. Draft. Good draft. Good draft. It's really good draft. And then you I'm see let's talk about 2023. I was gonna say, you start reading 2023, uh first round pick Mozzie Smith. Eh. Second round pick Luke Schoonmaker, tight end. You take two dudes from Michigan. I mean, what do you expect? Third round pick, DeMarion Overshone, Texas, injured training camp but had a good training camp uh fourth round pick junior fejoko san jose state hey he's up for practice squad hey uh fifth round pick awesome richards tackle from north carolina i've seen him around the locker room a couple times uh sixth round pick eric scott cornerback from southern mississippi brett's brett farb school sixth round pick deuce vaughn hey state sprained eyelid got him on higher and Jalen Brooks, seventh round draft pick from South Carolina. He might be the best of the bunch. So, uh no, is probably the best of the bunch right there. With hey man, you can't tell about a draft for three years. With overshone, I believe, with the ability to be a playmaker. We could have a much different conversation because sports is fluid. Sports is fluid, but I in a, in I, a year too. But it's been an underwhelming draft. And when I go back to training camp and I just think about the whole class in general, I think Overshown has shown you really something there. Schoolmaker had been hurt uh, coming from college. so. But the dude that they drafted that they never draft to do what they need
2: done ain't done nothing. Mozzie Smith. See, the point of that is not just that Mozzie Smith hadn't done anything, relatively speaking, is that they don't ever take a nose tackle, nose right. guard, one technique, zero technique. They never take one. But they said, oh, we have such a pressing need. We're going to go out of character and take one. And then he became a fat guy who became a skinny guy. It's, it's interesting. And, I, and they won't tell, you know, I guess we're not going to get this story till after the season. Like, how a fat guy become a skinny guy when, when he need to be a fatter guy? I mean, your nose tackle, I ain't breaking no news to y'all. It's supposed to be an immovable object. You ain't even got to make no plays. Just stay there and don't get moved. Which is why they all weigh like Hankins, three fifty, three sixty, three seventy, four hundred, four twenty five, five hundred pounds. Cause you can't move them. We got a three technique playing nose guard, and that's the collective we. And so they move him out like he a three technique playing nose guard. Like put two on him and blah, 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 move so, him Bri- out of the way.
3: Well, Brian, 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 I know great three techniques to get moved out. I mean, you know, you know, Warren Sapp didn't get moved out no three technique. So Randy White didn't get moved out of no three technique. Okay, we're well, not gonna compare Mozzie Smith. Well, I've been saying he's he been seven hundred pounds. Okay, I don't care if you're three technique, one technique. Do we still been seven hundred he, he, pounds? He's supposed to be you know, Maybe he down. You, you been seven hundred pounds? you ain't supposed to get moved out. Maybe oh, at uh, Bruce Feldman Freaks List. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so? that, <laughs> that was at three and <laughs> some change. No, I bet he's still lifting. So I bet. I bet if he, I he's
2: bet
1: still he,
3: lifting more than anybody else on the line. Who's okay, you, who just said
1: you got to wait three years on a draft? Yeah, who just said that? Somebody famous. Right.
3: Now, right. I don't think you have to wait three years because, you know, they. they I mean, I, I think that was old school. because You have they, to give some
2: cats a little time no, to No, but but
3: people move in, move guys in and out so quickly. They're asking guys to play because there's no middle class. They're playing with so many rookies, so many young guys. I mean, Deron Bland came and showed up as a rookie at the fifth-round pick. I mean, you know, Jake Ferguson showed up. I mean, guys, you, you need guys to play now because the economics of the game. Right. And, and if, you, if, you, if we're waiting three years on you for some you kids. to show up, you know, okay, let me
2: rephrase. As a, this.
3: As a draft class, for a it, first
2: round pick, they will wait three years. No, they the will show. wait.
3: No, sure. because you're a first round pick, you go. Yeah. And are I are said you're, you're. you have to
2: wait to see what the class, the class as an they, they, entirety. They waited is.
3: three years on Taco Charlton.
2: They waited three years on that other dude who signed a contract with Rod Marinelli. Tristan something or other. Hill, Hill. It's my Kim folk. No. Leave my alone. Tristan Hill. Yeah. Um, is he still
3: in the league? Oh, he was with the Cardinals. You know, he got, I think I got cut by the car. My boy Tristan Hill, man. He's so good, Tristan Hill. Brian Broaddus of oh, oh, the Cowboys. Uh, Kim Folk. Cowboys
1: uh, um, five three. Defenders. Tristan Hill's in New England. So, oh, wow! Really? <laughs> plays a lot. All of us <laughs> said a contrib- lot of that. <laughs> <Contributed> <laughs> getting of that. Folks, still getting folks fired over there. <laughs> <laughs> in New England. Ain't <laughs> got three coaches um, fired. Woo. ooh! Um, <laughs> Broaddus and, and, and my guy Pat Doney th- keep telling me you need to wait on Massey Smith. Don't 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 judge him too too quickly. Uh, if I'm the Cowboys. You have to spend this offseason basically making two moves, in my opinion. You're going to have to go in the free agent market. and you're going to have to go draft again. because so Mozzie Smith? Because you can't count on Mozzie Smith next year.
2: I mean, I, I, I would say this. You, you'll bring back, necessarily, but I i I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I ain't going to draft another one. I'm going to find me another fat guy who's out there in the league and go get—just like I found Jonathan Hankins for a six-round pick, I can find me a fat guy. To come in. And
3: then... That a kid from Texas. Okay. Who? Uh, the defensive player of the year. Oh, guy, okay. I mean, okay. he's a big guy. He's a run stopper he, He's but, who you want. But again... And he ain't going to lose no weight during the season. He's going to beat 330. And Now, I haven't talked
2: to anybody. Maybe Chill has. You have to... I think there is something to say about he played in the... Which is... I have a problem with that, too. If a dude been a read-and-react guy his whole life, or his whole college career, four years, and then you bring him here and say, hey, get up the field you can't sit there and go. I wonder why he's slow off the ball, because that's what he's been trained to do for four years, and muscle memory, is, you know, you, it's hard to undo it in a year. But what I'm telling you is, okay. I trust Will McClay and those coaches to know, like, whether he's, like, what they see to say, oh, yeah, he he needs his season. we get it right, he'll be what
1: we envision next year, or when they say, oh, we screwed this thing up. Okay, and let me throw it this way. Do you expect him to be what Jalen Tolbert showed you, who was inactive many games his first year. People were looking at him, very disappointed. This year he's made a contribution. Do you think he can be now, that see, kind of guy? Good,
2: he's a good example because he's had a – as a receiver, he showed you enough for a second-year player to make me think, oh, he could actually maybe do something next year. That's a special team guy. Chill says and, no. I mean, he, if, I mean,
3: come on, he's Noah Brown. That's, if, that's, that's, I mean, when they, they put it when, – when you, how you know it's a run play <laughs> – I didn't say how you, how you know, next year. I didn't say this year. He doesn't run play. Didn't I say he showed? he's
1: flashed a couple things? I didn't my, say. My point I, is the Cowboys have still have an issue stopping the run. Yes, You they do. must fix this yes. going into next year. Yes, free, I'm bringing a bunch of options to they, fix it. Right. A free agent player and another draft pick towards that, to me, need to be addressed because if you're facing the Cowboys next year, you're going to do the same thing you're doing this year. Hey, guys, let's get ready to run. Yeah. And they have to fix it. And me, just trying. to, hey, Mozzie, waiting to see year two. No, no. You know what? Uh, you're going to get the opportunity to fix right, it. Right, right. But, but we're going to bring it. You, as Jimmy said, I'm, I'm drafting somebody to take That's what you supposed job. to do. Right. That's why they bring in five stars every year.
2: We got a five-star quarterback.
3: We bring in another five-star quarterback. Tristan Hill has played one game with the Patriots. He's passed four snaps. No tackles. No so stats. So what you're saying is he is who we thought he was. <laughs> no stats. He's not the any, reason why they're bad.
1: You don't need Rod Marinelli drafting <laughs> any players.
2: You don't. <laughs> no,
3: need, you really you don't,
1: don't. You don't need Rod Marinelli draft. Coaches fall
3: needs. in love with players. You
2: need objectiveness.
1: Yes, and that's just. You that. need cold-hearted people. Not to draft a personnel players. guy. Here he is, Rod. Here you go. They just drop him off. That's all you need to do. That's why with Bill Belichick, he can't draft. Him. That's why the Patriots stink. No, he cannot. He can coach, but he can't drag. No, nope. Well, once Scott got out of the building, Scott Pioli, it, I'm we've saying. seen it, it's been, a, been an issue. Scott was also a guy that he respected enough who could fight back with him, or he, to fight, he could debate with him and just say, hey, look, we need to do this. And they, they clearly missed that.
2: Dan one wanted him on the sideline. Kick
1: the field goal. He, he needs field. somebody I mean, say, dang. First quarter, first quarter. Kick the, kick the field, field goal in the first quarter. Dang. field goal in the first
3: quarter. But this this is this league now, man. you got all these yeah, coaches. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's different if it's at the one yard. You, you four down at the four, fourth down at the five. Why are you going for it? i mean, kick Silly. the field goal. It's just Silly. stupid.
1: Especially off the fact that you ran the fake punt. So you kept the possession <laughs> going. Yes, get, go some down down field, field. get a reward. Get a reward yeah. for your efforts. But this is what these new coaches are. Everybody wants to be Brandon Staley. You just don't want to end up like Brandon Staley if you keep on making those kind of decisions. But he won't because he won the division for the first time in 30 years. So, congratulations he did for about to a decade. Uh, Texas A&M Aggie, Dan Campbell. All right. Clarence, glad you had fun at the Sugar Bowl. Dr. Taylor, <laughs> good to see you.
0: Louis <laughs> Scruggs. From, tonight, Vimble, we'll from, from Pembro State. Pembroke <laughs> State. You Home you of Brad, Brad Allen. Tonight. The Hall
3: of Famer. The Hall of Famer Brad Allen.
0: <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
3: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!